The third and final Improve Our Tulsa Town Hall is tonight at the Greenwood Cultural Center. And uh, to look ahead at that and tell us what he heard in the first two meetings last week is Mayor Gigi Bynum. Good morning. Good morning. With uh, the IOT, the final meeting tonight, what stuck out in your mind from the last week's meetings? Has anyone said anything really specific that really had you thinking? Well, on the one hand, I think uh, one of the things I've really enjoyed is just the diversity of questions there's been. Um, A lot of different people have different questions about, you know, a project in their neighborhood or a project on their way to work or, hey, I heard about this on KRMG. Where does that stand? Um, But I think that the most common thing I hear from people, especially after they see our presentation that starts the, the town hall, is just horror at how bad some of our facilities have been allowed to deteriorate and the fact that firefighters are driving around in trucks that break down routinely because they're so old and a desire to catch up on the maintenance of those facilities and those vehicles so that uh, people who are doing public service have a, a reliable vehicle to respond to emergencies and so that our public buildings that the citizens use are in good shape and well-maintained for the future. Did you find that the folks who spoke to you, and it, just to remind people, it's kind of set up like a science fair, as you told us last uh-huh. week, where people can go around and talk to department heads individually about the needs, for instance, in the fire department. Um, did, did you find that most people who attended were uh, approaching the whole affair from a, a attitude of, of caring and, and really wanting to understand the problem, or were they there to blame and, and confront? Uh, I think mostly it was people who were there just wanting to learn and understand what's being proposed better and ask questions. And then kind of I would say if I had to put them in one category, it'd be that first one, uh, which is that people just want to know what needs to be done to fix this so it's not a problem anymore. Yeah. Uh, less interested in pointing the finger of blame at somebody and more interested in how do we just fix this problem, which is quintessentially Tulsa. Um Uh, We also go into a lot of detail in the presentation on the front end that, you know, one of the reasons we find ourselves in this position is because over the last 15 years, we have put so much money into street work across the city of Tulsa, and it was needed, uh, and it is still needed, but we've done that at the expense of maintaining other things, and these are those other things that we've got to catch up on and fix up, and people hear that, they get it, but it doesn't take away from just their horror at the condition that some of these facilities are in. And I think the other thing that, uh, you know, that people are surprised by is just there's a lot of things. People don't go into Chief Franklin's office and turn the faucet on and see Mm. the brown water come out. They don't have to accompany a prisoner in an elevator that routinely breaks down in our municipal court building. They don't see the municipal judges who know where to put plastic buckets in their courtroom so that when sewage starts dripping out of the ceiling, they don't have to stop court. They can just put the buckets out to capture the sewage. I mean, they don't see these things. And so when they are brought to their attention, they want to get them fixed. And, uh, you know, I think if, if people had seen these things years ago, they would have fixed them years ago. But we're giving them an opportunity to do that right now. I have wow. a very good friend who um, whose life was just crushed by exposure to black mold. I mean, debilitating. Um, and I'm 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 hoping that you know none of the officers who work in Tulsa's police headquarters right now, you know that, that because there's mold in that building, right? We we know that to be a case. Oh, we have photographs of yeah. it. 
uh, in this presentation uh, in that building uh -huh. and in other park facilities. Uh, that's one of the more common things we've had when you let your roofs go and don't maintain your roofing and uh, water gets down into the, the airspace above the ceiling in buildings. That's where mold presents itself. And so that that is a common problem in a lot of our buildings that we're looking to eradicate. Are you feeling pretty good going into this third and final meeting that uh, that you've gotten the necessary support and momentum to get this thing passed? I think so. I mean, I think the thing, the other thing that has stood out to the council and I is just, you know, this isn't super controversial. There, there, <laughs> you know, there haven't been a lot of people shot and said like, no, I, I want our firefighters to drive broken down old trucks or anything like that. And so it, it, it is very common sense. It's a very different thing than say like the vision proposal where it's aspirational economic development projects that some folks can characterize as optional. Like these are super basic things like street work, roofs on buildings to protect them, vehicles that work for first responders. And so uh, because it is so basic, I think we feel pretty good about it. But uh, there's a whole process here. We have the town hall, as you mentioned tonight. And then on Wednesday night, city council has a public hearing that folks can come out and speak at. And again on May 17th. So we want to have plenty of opportunities for folks to share their thoughts with us. But we've really tried to put together a program that just covers the basic maintenance needs of the city and is a no-brainer for us to renew and get this stuff fixed up for the long term. If this is renewed, how quickly do you think you'll be able to tackle some of those projects to have these repairs made? It depends on the funding source. So if it's on the property tax side, uh, there are things that we can get uh, underway before the end of this year. Um, and on the sales tax side, that we have to work through more of the uh, scheduling of it. But, you know, all of this is pretty urgent and we're eager to get it underway as quickly as we can. On another topic, I see where uh, the city's had to budget 50 grand for uh, the services of law firm to defend in this open records, open meetings dispute, and Grant Miller has with uh, three other city councilors, Lori Decker-Wright, Vanessa Hall-Harper, and Laura Bellis. Uh, this was over texts that were being shot back and forth during a council meeting. Um, 50 grand is, is a lot, but for a lawsuit, I guess all not all that much. Do you care to comment? I just think, again, this is a really unfortunate and unnecessary distraction from the important work that we need to be doing uh, as a as a government. And the, the reason that we have to spend that money on an outside council is because you have one city councilor who has uh, gone around and talked with folks about how he helped research and put together the lawsuit against other councilors. And so that puts our city legal department in a conflict of interest where they don't feel like they can mm. appropriately defend one group of counselors against the accusations of another. And so we have to hire outside counsel. But the entire thing is just, uh, you know, I, I feel like we've done a really good job over the last several years of uh, not being the circus that people were talking about mm. all the time for so long when I was on the council and it was the mayor and the council you know, having some fight over something that really wasn't important compared to what people really cared about in the city. And 
uh, I worry uh, about uh, slipping back into that. Fortunately, it's just one counselor instigating this and the other eight are very focused on our budget and our capital improvements program and other work, important work that they're doing. But this is a distraction and it could be uh, if we allow it to be, but I, I'm pleased with the way so many of my colleagues on the council have just stayed focused on doing their jobs. And uh, we've hired a very good outside council that I'm confident will dispose of this issue uh, and they're leaving it to them. We'll see how that turns out. Mayor, um, we'll also be watching with interest this last uh, IOT meeting tonight. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Bye. Have a good day.